This podcast is brought to you by Anchor. Are you thinking about doing your own podcast, but you don't know how? Well, have you heard about Anchor? It's actually the platform that I'm hosting through this right now. And yes, it's free. Not only is it free, it's super easy to use. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so much more. It's really that easy. And guess what? You can actually make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's a big deal. So it's really everything you need in one place to make an amazing podcast. All you have to do is download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. In five, four, three, two, one. Welcome everybody to another episode of the Genius Brain Podcast. I'm your host, David So, and we got that reoccurring guest, Cristino Sosa. What up, what up, what up? So you got a podcast too now? I do have a podcast. This motherfucker trying to creep on my shit. This I do have a podcast, <laughs> man. What's it called? Keeping it trill. Oh, see, of course. Of course. H Town, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm an H Town native. So it's keeping it trill. Uh uh I have another co- a co-host, uh, my cousin Bati Duran. And uh, yeah. And we actually uh, we've had, we've only had like a, a, a few guests. We're still like in the process of like figuring things out. Yeah, I mean we're like we're like thirty eight episodes in, but damn, you thirty eight episodes in. Yeah. How come you never plugged that shit when you were here before? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's what that's what I'm talking about. How I'm still new to this shit. Yeah, like I I'm still I'm still it. new to like uh, plugging my podcast or, or or bringing guests on. Yeah, and and like trying to collab and stuff. So yeah. Still trying to yeah, figure it I, out. I don't know. Like in the podcast space, it's weird because um, one of the things that I didn't want to predicate this podcast on was having crazy big guests. Mm-hmm. And I think people want to see those guests because I just wanted the podcast to be about regular conversation. right? Yeah, yeah. And the reason why is because I feel like. And I know where I'm at in my career. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean, I just had to bring you Christina said, on. I, I was like, I don't want I don't want anybody that important here. So I thought, you know, Christina's really good. I mean, you call me about my government and I don't that that's what's telling me how. <laughs> I'm not as real. Well, I like calling you Cristino because it reminds me of a cookie. That's why. <laughs> so, hey, man, you going to put some uh, fucking cheese on that Cristino? <laughs> Can I get a Cristino, please? <laughs> I've never heard that before. That's new. That's what it sounds like to me. A cookie. Yeah, let me get a little Cristino right there, man. Just break me off a piece. Macadamia nut. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, when we, when we started this podcast or when I started this podcast, just because I felt that uh, the success of a podcast was highly best uh, based on the guests and not the stories. Mm. And sometimes when these celebrities come on, they don't really have much to say aside mm. from the fact that I think their clout kind of drives traffic to something. But yeah. I just didn't want it to be highly based on that. And I feel like right. a lot of people have great stories. Like I have a guest coming on uh, tomorrow. Uh, she's not really anybody famous at all, but yeah. her story is very unique. And I wanted to share her story because she hit me up through a message and she was talking about wanting to kill herself okay and i was like oh shit well first of all the reason why that freaked me out is because i've never wanted to kill myself Mm. i've never i've never had those thoughts in my head yeah i don't know what that feels like yeah and then i mean what do you say it's like this one time when my uh (laughs) this is kind of funny but my uh my buddy his father passed away right No, no, no. All right. Okay. You so, can't say this is kind of funny and then follow up with. Well, welcome his, to the, the podcast, dad. bitches. <laughs> All right. Good. So anyways, oh. uh, his father killed himself. No, I'm kidding. That's not what okay. happened. But his, uh, his dad, his pops passed. Now, this guy is just a very dramatic human being. Okay. Right? And this is what I'm used to him being dramatic. Gotcha. Now, I kind of grew up around dudes when they, when they went through stuff. Yeah, they would reach out. But they would kind of collect themselves first yeah. and then reach out so they can really articulate how they feel or what they're saying. Yeah. They wouldn't just start blubbering in front of you because, you know, who really knows how to deal with that situation? Right. I'm not very good with those situations. Yeah. So, you know, I guess when it happened, he hits me up and then uh, he's like, yeah, I just want to kick it and be around friends. I'm like, cool, let's kick it. Mm-hmm. And there's two people. It was me and my other buddy. Now, my other buddy, he's a lot more sensitive than I am. He's very sweet. He comes up to him. He gives him that bro hug, hugs it out. I think he even gave him a kiss on his forehead, which I thought was really weird. Oh, you know, okay. He's like, yeah, man, just, you know, we good, bro. He just gave him a kiss on his forehead. It's like, yo, man, keep your head up. Yeah. And then we're just talking. The kiss, the kiss uh, on, on, your, on your boy, on your homie, 
that's that's uh that's a different level of of love. See, there's two ways that could have gone, right? Yeah, that could have been on some like that's some really awkward shit. Mm-hmm. But I think if you're thug enough, that's like one of them like you know Birdman and Lil Wayne. Type yeah, of shit. yeah. <laughs> real talk. That's what I'm saying. Like it has to be like the 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 placement of the kiss. Yeah. Like is it gonna be like uh like kind of on the cheek? You know what I mean? Where you just press the cheeks like I love you, boy. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Is it on the lips like on some uh um. Like you said, Birdman and Lil Wayne. Oh, they, was it on the lips? They, bro, they were on the lips, bro. They went and he went to go accept the award and uh-huh. went up on stage and at the pedestal they kiss. They get a little. Right. What the fuck? Yeah, bro. For some reason, I never saw the video, so I just assumed that it was, you know, on the cheek or some on shit. Where lips. I was like, that's a little sus. But at the same time, if that's how they roll, and that I was Bird say saying like, that's my son. You know, that's my son. That's what he, that was his thing. It's yeah, big. even if it's your son, your son's kind of old. Yeah, <laughs> like you gotta you gotta cut that shit out eventually. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but some people will be like, "Yo, that's like that fucking toxic male masculinity shit." It's yeah, like, nah, man. Yeah, what the fuck. I I, I kiss one of my, my homie. Get the fuck out! No, get, get the fuck out of my pocket! No, I'm kidding. No, but yeah, it was it was it was uh yeah it was like uh fucking on the cheek you know what i'm saying i can see it's that like, though yeah i don't i don't find i got it. you boy like yeah yeah i don't yeah it's just showing love you know it's one of those things i think he found out his girl was pregnant and oh, he, yeah shit. he was he was 17 and we were like bro it's like i felt it with him i was like bro what then like, your life just go yeah bro yeah so it was like a it was a crazy situation to where i just had i was i was like there for him and and you know we and we've done like We've we've been homies from like since like sixth grade. We've claimed each other to be cousins because we low key like look like each other. So yeah. we've always grew, grew up saying we're cousins, and we've always just treated each other like family like that. You know what I mean? So yeah, I didn't see it as like, hey man, I'm a, I'm kissing you because like of affection. And I was just like just showing my true like I'm here. You know, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, right yeah. here, bro. This is love. That's you dope. Because I think I just never grew up. Because I think it's it's so weird. Because I could picture myself having a son and giving him kisses all the time. Right? Yeah. But I don't know. I can't see myself doing that to a guy friend. Like I could cry with the dude, hug the dude. Yeah. Something about kissing is so fucking intimate. And just to see like two rappers that talk about killing, gun yeah. and stuff, and they just mouth each other in front of yeah. the whole world. It's like, damn, that's some interesting shit. Yeah. Especially because I feel like in the hip hop world, there's a lot of like anti-homosexuality oh, shit, yeah, right? Because yeah. they call people, what, bitches, faggots, whatever, whatever yeah, you know, and that's like right. such a prevalent insult. Mm-hmm. But to see those type of dudes kiss each other was like, hmm, that's interesting. Yeah, and, and it was even woke. during a time that where there wasn't any woke situations. Oh, right. it was, yeah. This was back in like early 2000s to where yeah. that was straight up like people were saying faggot at the time and they were saying, oh, that's gay. Like, yeah. There, no homo wasn't even a thing at the time. Oh, that's right. Huh? You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, 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 people yeah. weren't saying no homo until like, I don't know, like 2008, 2010. Yo, a lot of fucking East Coast cats, they, they're like on that. I think they have that no homo shit, but they say pause a lot. Like, pause, pause is the big one now. So much. It's like yeah. on everything. It's pause. Bro, yeah. It's and, like, and like to me, they, uh, that's like, I don't even like that because when you say pause, you're you're putting into the realm of the conversation that there's something gay that was said. Yeah. You could have just said something without saying pause and we could have still kept talking. Yeah, the conversation would have just yeah. kept going. Yeah, I was at Subway the other day and I had the whole foot long pause. Like, no, you had a foot long at, yeah, at Subway. <laughs> That's what it's called. It's called a fucking foot long. Yeah, a foot long. Yes. Sometimes be... It's, I like it, the ones with meatballs. Pause. <laughs> no, they're fucking delicious. It's fucking excessive. It, it, sometimes it just won't even make sense. It's like, yeah. Pass me that pillow. Pause. I'm like, wait, yeah. what, what does that mean? Bro, yeah. <laughs> do you actually want me to go? Like, or should I, like, play? Like, yeah. do I actually pause? Like, what do you, That's why I say, oh, play. When people say pause, I'm like, no, I, I play. Yeah, like, play I, I, I didn't. I didn't get to really understand what that shit was. And then my friend was like, it's like the fucking, when you guys say no homo, I'm like, ah, that's what that shit is. Pause. Pause. Yeah. I get it. It's a little excessive. I'm like, no pause. I don't like, uh, yeah, I don't like, especially if you're a grown ass man, you're in an interview. Like, cause I remember, uh, who was it? I saw, um, who's the guy that was beefing with Jay-Z. Uh, he's like a big producer. My mind just went blank. Um, somebody beefing with Jay-Z besides Nas. No, no, no. Yeah, right. But uh, damn, Dame Dash. Oh, Dame Dash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, I saw the interview on, on Breakfast Club, and he's saying pause like so much. And I'm like, first of all, you hold yourself already as like you have. I'm a man. I'm a man. And this yeah. is that is that's like that's kind of you're already have you have that vibe in the industry of like I don't fuck around. Yeah. But you saying pause, that to me doesn't really show. 
Like you're really being a man. Like no, say what you mean. And you say, yeah, yeah. Pause, pause. Like no, stop saying pause. I didn't see that fucking. Yo, I just heard about the whole like Jay Z. I heard Dame Dash is broke, bro. I heard like, bro. Yeah, I have no idea of. I don't. I I still don't know what that was. The Jay Z beef. I don't know a lot of the 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 hip hop beefs. I just know Tupac, Biggie. I know Drake and Meek. You know what I'm saying? The Drake and Meek and that was, was fucking hilarious. That was like know. fun. Yeah, that was like a fun beat. I still can't believe Meek Mill didn't come at him hard because Meek Mill was a fucking battle rapper. That's where he was found. Yeah. That was his shit. Yeah. I wonder what that shit was about. That was so odd to me. I thought he was going to fucking destroy this motherfucker. And then Pusha T came out and then ripped. <laughs> that Pusha T shit oh. was fucking hilarious oh, to me. Pusha, when Pusha put that stuff, oh my God, when he went for 40 and he was just like, six, six, six. I was like, <laughs> talking about his fucking oh. multiple sclerosis. I was like, damn, oh, bro. Yeah, he was like, he's six, six, six. I was like, you are petty, 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 bro. <laughs> but the funny thing is, I think when people heard that, you know, because. That that type of like rap drama has been happening for many fucking years, yeah. and I feel like when people hate each other on some shit like that, yeah, you it's all fucking it's all good. You can say whatever the fuck you want, yeah. But it was so weird when I I kind of read a lot of comments where they're like, "Yo, he went too far." I'm like, "What's too far? He doesn't like him. He could say whatever the fuck yeah. he wants." Because when it comes to somebody you dislike, yeah, why do you have to, why do you care about the other person's right. feelings or public perception? Because right. it's just. It's a it's a fucking battle yeah. where they're going at each other, and he's yeah. supposed to say something that's supposed to hurt the guy, no matter yeah. what. No, yeah, it, it, I strongly am behind the idea. If you're in the arts, there's no boundaries. Yeah, if you're in the arts, that's entertainment, that's that's rapping, that's music, that's comedy, especially comedy. Yeah, you have the freedom of speech. That's yeah. it. Period. Especially when it comes to just fucking going at each other on diss tracks. Like, yo, come on. That's why I fucked your bitch, you fat motherfucker. That's how Pac opened up the yeah. song. That's pretty fucking bad. Yeah. And, you and know, that shit sounded hard, too. It, it, I was like, oh, he wins. That fool spoke that shit from his ball sack, dude. Yeah. <laughs> that shit was from his spirit. Yeah. So I was kind of used to stuff like that. So yeah. when people kind of came out and they said that uh, it was a little too far, I'm like, nah, man. Like, it's a fucking, it's a diss track. Yeah. When you're trying to diss somebody, yeah. you're supposed to go He's in. making it rhyme. It's actually very... And like impressive, the track and you know Pusha T rhyming at the same time on a beat, and Pusha T's not a new age rapper too. That motherfucker's a legend. So it's like, what what did you expect was gonna happen, dude? Yeah. And it was so weird when I saw that. Yeah. I fucking love that motherfucker. That's That's probably. (laughs) (laughs) You know it's gonna be some hard shit. Yeah, I feel like. I think that generation gap is it's it's kind of more prevalent when when I see stuff like that. I don't know if I feel that people. Because sometimes people say, uh, like, the younger generation is a little too sensitive. But I I don't know. I feel like everybody had their generation thing where there was a group that was too sensitive. Mm -hmm. You you know? And I think it's just, like, cyclical. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And and, and I think now because there's social media, um, it's, like, the cool thing to be offended of something. Yeah. Like, to be like, oh, that's offensive. Yeah. So that because what I what I realized that when people say, oh, that's offensive and they go about making a post, they're making that post so that they can see that everybody's going along with them so that they can feel like a leader of something. Mm, like yeah, I yeah, just yeah. started this movement. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they're looking for their hashtag me too. Yeah. You know what I mean? So so that's what I feel like in this generation because of social media. Are you really offended or are you seeing something that could be offensive? And then you go about highlighting it and going, oh, this is offensive. Am I right, guys? Who's oh, yeah, with man. me? Who's following me? It, I, I, for sure. I think it's like the cool cool kid thing to do. Right? Yeah. It's kind of like, I mean, how, how I would express it, I'm not sure if this is the exact analogy, but it's when, uh, it's when that one white kid, right, yeah. uh, says something that's very, uh, I guess, introspective in black culture right uh-huh. and he'll be like yeah because you know white people da 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 and then there'll be like a couple of black homies that are like man you know what's up with us yeah i think that's the type of gas that they get with it right uh-huh. when it comes to them speaking about stuff that they may not really know about uh-huh. but they know that they have like the support behind them it makes them feel very inclusive right right yeah so i think that's what people like a lot they like that thing where it's like oh i know what's up I'm woke. Yeah, I'm woke. Yeah. I know what's up, mm-hmm. which I do appreciate people kind of bringing a lot of things to light. Like we were just talking about it earlier where I think on this podcast and when I have conversations with a lot of my female friends, mm-hmm. I shit you not, I say about pff, 
a good 40% of them have been sexually assaulted mm. once in their life, yeah. specifically when they were younger. And yeah. that kind of threw me off a little bit because when they, when we were younger, they didn't talk about it. And like, not like they, like they would because it's such a traumatic thing that happens to them. Mm-hmm. But I've been finding out more and more often that a lot of these girls, and because of this woke movement, yeah. they are being more open about it and the people yeah. are understanding. Right. Because I never really understood completely what rape culture meant. Because when people talked about rape culture, how I processed it was people are saying that uh, men believe that raping is okay, which I don't believe. I I think that you, me, uh, 100% of the guys that I'm around Mm -hmm. understand that rape is a fucking terrible thing. There isn't somebody in my group that says... Rapist. Well, what's the situation? There's always there's always a guy in the group where, where they're starting off going, "Hey, is this rape?" So I was with this girl, right? <laughs> and he's like, "Wait, wait, wait, for, wait how'd you start that? <laughs> yeah. Hey, is this is this rape?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Because you also have like what, what Bill what, uh, Bill Burr said, and he said it so well. He was like, "There's like the you weren't saying no, no, stop. It was the no, stop. We can't <laughs> stop. What are you doing? Yeah, yeah, stop. yeah. You know, and it's a, it's a playful thing to where." Like yeah, I've had that to where and, and the girl ends up like, oh my god, like you're so bad, and then we yeah, end yeah, up yeah. like messing around. But it's not, it's like it's consensual. It's, yeah, that's not a that's not a no. Get off me. Stop. What like get away from me. Like yeah, yeah. That's as a guy too. If you don't know that damn difference, then you're a fucking rapist. By the way, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Because you know there's rapport with that, right? Yeah. So there's like you and this girl probably have known each other for a while. You're dating. You're flirting. Things are going great. Yeah. And then she says the no stop type of thing. Yeah. Then that's a different type of no stop right. if you're a guy that has to wonder like yo did i fucking do something wrong it's like well then you probably did yeah <laughs> you definitely yeah. probably did if something she's bad, bro. very sad in the bed in a fetal <laughs> position crying you, you probably did something wrong exactly you know this podcast is brought to you by skillshare yeah we're talking about skillsharing we're talking about lifelong learning we're talking about hundreds and thousands of courses that can help you pursue the stuff that you want to pursue, whether it's a lifelong passion, whether it's a hobby, if it's something that you're just curious about, Skillshare probably has those courses for you. For me personally, I've been using on the photography side. I've been doing photography for quite a while now, but there's always something that I need to brush up on. And with photography, videography goes hand in hand, specifically when it comes to coloring. I know a lot of people when they do their videos, they don't even know where to start or how to color, how to look at RGB scales, how to look at histograms all this other stuff and if you want to learn like fundamental basics and you didn't want to learn that in a traditional sense where you have to go to like photography school or videography school or or some kind of like proprietary program um, skillshare is going to be the spot for you because i personally like learning at my own pace and i want to learn when i want to learn at the comfort of my home it makes it easier for me to learn the subjects that i am interested in well check this out my friends uh, you can join the millions of students already learning on skillshare today with a special offer just for my listeners get two months of skillshare for free that's right skillshare is offering genius Brain listeners, two months of unlimited access to thousands of classes for free. To sign up, go to Skillshare.com slash brain. Again, go to Skillshare.com slash brain to start your two months now. That's Skillshare.com slash brain. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I think like uh, as a guy, you don't really realize what a lot of these girls go through. And as an adult, and now that I'm getting older, and I think I'm a lot more empathetic than when I was younger. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I think I am. Um, it's, it's kind of crazy how many of these girls I know that have been through a traumatic thing like that. Yeah. And they just never spoke up about it. Yeah. They, they never fucking did. Yeah. Uh, I had a couple of friends who told me it was... And you know what? Everybody that did get sexually assaulted, if I'm recollecting correctly, it was somebody that either that they knew uh-huh. really close, that yeah. was like a family fucking friend, or it was a fucking family member. Yeah. Which is fucking crazy and it's crazy because they don't even know that it was a traumatic thing until later on until later on now that these things are coming up and and people are understanding that this was a bad thing that this is this is trauma then they're like oh wait i yeah i I got touched yeah yeah it's probably it 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 definitely affected me like the way i I was going i just thought you know if it was a family member they they thought we're just playing this is a new game you yeah. know what I mean? Like it's that's that was uh, something like that's happened in my family where it was like a game we were playing. You know, oh, what they mean? always they it's always try to switch you up with like the it's game. It's fun. Huh? Yeah, it's like hey kids, y'all ever played Yank a Dick? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and all of a sudden they got this dude, got the fucking crazy uncle with his dick oh out. My God. It's like what you gonna do? You gonna pull on my dick oh. and the candy's gonna come out my mouth? <laughs> 
It's like, what's that? What's that? You guys like whipped cream, right? It's inside my dick. Yeah. Like, you know? Yeah. <laughs> fucking weird ass uncles. We're going to play a game where you lick whipped cream off anywhere. All right. Yeah. So start off with, they start with elbow and they do, t- yeah, bro. I, what's it called? Uh, fucking oh, um, Emmanuel from Dorn Entertainment. He lightly touched on it, but he talked about the story where. Oh, good pun. Uh, <laughs> lightly touched. Yeah. He lightly ball touched on the story yeah. where there was this dude in his neighborhood. Um, he was like an older cat. He was like mm. a neighborhood friend or an older older friend or some shit like that. Yeah. And, you know, the family knew him and everything else like that. He would come over. And I guess uh, he said as a kid, this dude whipped out his fucking dick. And then Emmanuel knew that something was a little off. And he went to yeah. his mom. And, you know, and whatever how child's how children call how however a child will call a dick he goes whatever mom like his pee pee is out or whatever but yeah. he never saw the dude again yeah. but he was hanging around little kids trying to play a game or some shit wow. and I don't know where that fucking perversion comes from yeah. it's like okay well how am I gonna get these kids to somehow touch my dick yeah it's like a little fucking uh, an eyebrow over his dick hole and then yeah. <laughs> it look like a closed eye or some shit yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like look into the winking eye yeah. like what the fuck do you think about dude yeah. it's such a weird concept I mean specifically for me I think it's just weird for adults to, to, if I were to break it down into words, because, I mean, sexuality is such an animal thing, right? Mm -hmm. Like, animals want to reproduce, Mm -hmm. and you usually want to do that with someone that's, that can reproduce. Yeah. Just from a, from a scientific point of view. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. But what do you see in a child? Right. That's the weird part. You know what I mean? And children are fucking gross, by the way. They smell, they stink, they're fucking dumb as shit. Like, I don't understand what the fuck it is. Yeah. And, and, and I think, I think a lot of it has to do with vulnerability. Like, they, they know that that, because one, they're, they're sick. Yeah, they're sick. They're sick minded, the, the adult, right? And they probably can't get it from any uh, people their age or whatever. And it's like, if a kid is, doesn't know, they just have no idea. They're able, the adult is able to satisfy whatever they, whatever their want is to a person, a kid that is like completely vulnerable, has no idea that this is wrong. It's like, Oh, okay. We're, we're going to be naked. Right, we'll That's be what naked. I'm saying. Like being, you know a, what I mean? being a parent, it's, it's so like, you have to be cautious about fucking everything. Yeah. And it's weird that it happens the most with people that you know. Mm-hmm. Which scares the fucking shit out of me. Now yeah. if I have a kid, I'm just like, who the fuck trying to fuck my kid? Like that's the thing yeah, that's gonna bro. pop in my head. Yeah. It'll be really weird. fucking funny though. What if like you grow up and then all you're hanging out with your friends and everybody's talking about this one dude in the neighborhood that sexually harassed everybody but mm. you, and then you mm. feel a certain way about it. You're yeah. Like, Hold on a second. How come I didn't get touched? And then, <laughs> like, and then, like, yeah, like, yeah. And then you have those the, the moments of like, oh, uh, this is the fucked up part is with boys, they're like, yo, you know that uh Miss Rose down the street is like showing her tits. Like she does, she just walks around with no tits. And then you're thinking, oh. you're actually, that's actually still, you know, uh, what is it? Uh, uh, like molestation or whatever. Like yeah, they, we, we talked about but. this on JK News, how, how weird it is that obviously if a, if a guy showed his dick to a young group of girls, mm-hmm. it's fucking disgusting, yeah. right? It yeah. is. I mean, right. that's to me, I'm just like, I'll fucking murder this dude. Right. But if, if it was like let's let's put let's put an age limit on it, right? Uh-huh. So let's say for example, you're you're a thirteen year old, mm, let's say fourteen year old boy, and you're in high school, you're a freshman, right? Yeah. And there's this hot ass substitute teacher, mm-hmm. and that substitute teacher showed you her titties. Yeah. I don't think the first thing that would come to a guy's mind, even as he gets older and he recollects that thought, was that he got sexually harassed. That's what I meant, sexually harassed. Right. Yeah. So like, I think as a as a young man, you for some reason you think that shit was fucking tight. Right. That's right? what I'm saying. Like. You still get sexually harassed, but it's like, was it traumatizing? Was it bad? Why isn't it looked at as bad? Why is it, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, why is it for us that when that happens, maybe it's because of the eminent danger isn't there, right? Because, um, you know, physically men can overpower younger women, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So maybe that's like the, the danger that's within it. And because- titties can't fit in a butt. <laughs> yeah, that's right. There you go. Titties can't fit in a butt. Uh <laughs> He makes T-shirts. We're putting that on a T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Titties can't fit in a the butt. There's definitely something along with that, though. I'm yeah. telling you, like, the, the, the penetration aspect of it, or even that, it's just, I feel like even though it's a 14-year-old boy, he might be able to overpower her physically. Mm-hmm. So that eminent danger isn't there because the boy doesn't feel like he's in danger if he doesn't participate in this, mm. right? Because the only danger of, of a boy not participating in that would probably be if he told that story and other kids made fun of him. Right. But I feel like for a girl, there's a physical danger to it as well. Yeah. Right. That's the that's the biggest fucking difference. Like if a girl, let's say the guy whipped out his fucking dick. Yeah. Right. And he tried to physically assault her. Yeah. And she's physically weaker than him. 
then what is she going to do? Yeah. You, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the where, stakes are higher. The stakes are a lot higher for, for, for a girl. Ah, it's fucked up. Man. So I'm saying if I have a daughter, man, I'm scared, man. I hope, I hope my daughter is the ugliest thing ever. Oh. <laughs> and only daddy finds her beautiful. <laughs> I'm praying, dude. Like she comes out, she got like this fucking weird, like weird tooth coming out of here. One mm. eye smaller than the other. Yeah. She's like, yeah. daddy, am I ugly? Daddy thinks you're beautiful. But let me tell you, nobody ever wanted to touch you growing up. So. <laughs> Right here. right here, we're good. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> pound it. We're good. She's just sitting there angry she, at me. She, she uses her like, face oh. to pound it like her. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Have you ever had a moment uh, growing up where you were like, "Am I gay?" You know, I think that moment only happened because people were fucking around with. I'm the glad concept. that you actually have had one because I've had one for sure. But I want to hear yours. I feel I don't know if it's because I thought I was gay. I think it's because as a kid. You're gay, and that word, it didn't really have that definitive meaning of, like, because um, I feel like when we use that word, you're gay, it was just as an insult. It had nothing okay. to do with sexuality, right? Yeah. But I think when people started joking around with it a lot, they're like, uh-huh. oh, you could probably be gay. And yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. Oh, can, the, can that happen? Like, can I be gay? Yeah. Does that work that way? Right. And I think, I feel like a lot of boys felt that shit. Oh, for sure. I, I, bro, I have a, this theory that every guy has had a am I gay <laughs> Am I gay moment? Every guy. For sure. Especially gays. I mean, that's where they're like, oh, yeah, I'm for sure gay. <laughs> it's you like know? a moment where you chill but, with your homie and you just, you guys are having such a good fucking time. You yeah. look over at him. It's like, hey, man, why can't my girl just be like you? It's like, yeah, why Straight can't my up. girl be just like, like you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you guys lock eyes weird and you're like, hey, 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 man. Hey, man. Titties and pussy, right? Right. Right. <laughs> yeah, bro. I like I've I've had those I've had those moments, bro, where it's like cause cause also like in school I wasn't um I wasn't a jock, I wasn't super athletic. I boxed, you know, um, but I was really into dancing. I was into arts and crafts. I was into uh, crocheting. Like my dad walked in, walked in on me crocheting, and my dad was like, oh, "You might be gay, dude." <laughs> my dad, yeah, real talk. Your dad came in and was like, "Boy, I taught you boxing." My dad and you was over like, here "Making me a fucking beanie." <laughs> why aren't you? Why I thought you'd be walking in on you like jacking off? Yeah, and, but you're crocheting. You know, <laughs> start jacking off immediately. I'm gonna close this damn door, and I want to hear some thumping. I bet. <laughs> Yeah, bro. And I, and, and so that was the thing. I was like, I'm not, I don't feel as masculine. So I was like, damn, am I gay? <laughs> you know, I've, I've had those moments for sure. You yeah. Know? I, I think that's more of a lot of kids or guys feel like they might be homosexual, not because of, of their actual sexual attraction towards another male. Yeah. It's because a lot of people put masculinity on things that aren't really masculine or feminine. Right. Yeah. For example, crocheting, like making shit. Why is that? Considered quote unquote gay yeah, or feminine. Yeah, right, right, right. It's right. just making shit. Right. Even for me, I didn't join choir for the longest time because I was scared. Bro, yes. In because, elementary school, I yeah. thought choir was only for girls. Yeah. That's I what I'm that, that was it. And my brother was like, and my brother was like, dude, you don't join choir. Cause I, I wanted to do, do choir because I want to learn how to sing. Yeah. I never did because I thought it was something girls did. Only that's, girls. That's what I'm saying. So there's just a lot of, and you know, things are changing a lot now. Yeah. But for sure, there was just a lot of things that were put as only guys do this, only girls do this. Yeah. For example, this is a great example. I didn't use lotion because I thought that shit was for pussies. I was like, oh. <laughs> you know what I, mean? yeah. I was like, motherfucker, you use lotion, you yeah. fucking pussy, but you can't throw a fist. Yeah. What the fuck does dry skin got to do <laughs> with yeah. you being a man or right. a woman, right? right. Yeah. So a lot of dudes, they don't do skincare shit. They don't use lotion on their face and all the other stuff. And I didn't use it for the longest time until mm. Mario, my fiance, told me my fin- my skin was trash. I was like, what you talking about? My skin's fine. <laughs> She's like, no, it's dry as hell. I was like, yeah. what you talking about? And then yeah. as I'm speaking, like flakes are coming off my face <laughs> and shit. But I didn't know this type of stuff about skincare. Yeah. And my, my skin was terrible because something in the back of my mind told me that skincare is for a bunch of pansies and wusses. Yeah. So you don't do that type of shit. Right. Really, you're just moisturizing your fucking skin. Right. Doesn't make any sense. But all that stuff as a kid affects you as an adult. Right. So all that, you know, pro man shit that I thought that only guys should do or only girls should do, those type of activities right. I just never touched. Right. And eventually, like with the whole choir thing, I was like, yeah, I'm gonna fucking join choir and I'm yeah. gonna and I'm gonna sing and I'm gonna do it publicly and I'm gonna see what's gonna happen. Like right. who the fuck cares? Yeah. And which doesn't make any sense because my favorite singers were were fucking male singers. Yeah, that's what I would say. I was like, you got Michael Jackson, Usher, Chris yeah. Brown, Justin Bieber. 
and they all got mad bitches. Yeah. So I'm like, what you mean this is gay? Like, I could have been that. Yeah. You know, that was my first concert I ever went to was Usher, 8701. It was my first concert Damn. ever. And I knew at that moment, I want to be an entertainer. That's where I that's where I found out. I want to be an entertainer because there was one guy on the stage. And we're in a whole stadium. Yeah. And people were just roaring, roaring for this one guy. And I was like, that's just so badass. He was dancing. It was so fucking cool. So I was like, yeah, that's what I want to do. But singing, I was like, I can't sing. So maybe I'll just be. Hey, man, who knows? If they didn't crush your dreams, you could have been the next Usher. Bro. Is that why you danced it? Don't tell me that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Real talk. That's why I, I can't sing. These bitches go no. <laughs> yeah. I was I was dancing all through high school, uh, but not singing. But that's what I was. I was performing in talent shows. Yeah. Dancing. I was uh, and, and that's what I was known for before even comedy. I was known for dancing. And oh, then, yeah, yeah. So, but that was like that was my thing. I was like, all right, I'm a I'm a take singing lessons later, like in life. But I'm gonna get mm. the dancing down, right? Uh, I got into acting, so I was like, okay, I got the acting down. I wanted to be a triple threat so bad. This podcast is brought to you by Purple, baby. I love my Purple mattress. I've been sleeping on it so well, and ever since I've had it, I've had the best nights of sleeps my whole life. This mattress is firm and soft at the same time. It keeps me nice and cool. And on top of that, my friends, it was developed with some rocket science behind it. The Purple mattress is by far the best mattress I've ever, ever slept on. And I'm not just saying that. I have insomnia, and I have back problems and this mattress has helped both of those ailments out a lot for me personally so if you're sleeping on a rock and you're sleeping on a super super hard bed then my friends you need to get yourself a purple mattress now you're going to love purple and right now my listeners will get a free purple pillow with the purchase of a mattress that's in addition to the great free gifts they're offering site-wide. Just text BRAIN to 84-888. The only way to get this free pillow is to text BRAIN to 84-888. -A. That's B-R-A-I-N to 84-888. Message and data rates may apply. You know, I wanted to just be like a Jim, like a, a, a Jimmy Fox. Fox. Yeah. 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 Jimmy Fox. Um, you know. Dancing was the shit, though. I think, honestly, out of all the talents, in terms of getting women to be attracted to you, mm. the dancers always had the best. They would yeah. always get the most women. The only thing with me with dancers, but this is what kind of threw me off, because I was like, everybody was like, oh, dang, that's going to be cool. Like, you'll be like Chris Brown's backup dancers. You'll be Usher's backup dancers. And I saw that as like, I'm going to be a background dancer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I, I feel like I was like, nobody pays attention to the background. Now, I know now, like, there's a lot of famous dancers that you yeah. you want to see that are with uh, Beyonce, like the Les Twins. Like, they're yeah. you, you're watching the them because you're fans of them. And, of course, they're on with Beyonce. But I was always like, you're just watching the main entertainer. You're not watching yeah, the dancers. Yeah, yeah. So, so that, that also kind of discouraged me away from wanting to be a dancer because I was like, you're not going to be the main show. You yeah. Know? Now, I mean, of course, that's, you know, me being ignorant because I know there's a ton of successful dancers that are. But, you know, dancing wasn't as lucrative as it is now. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. So big dancing time. was such a big passion. It was it's a huge performance art. Yeah. And mind you, even a lot of these great backup dancers, just from what I've heard, mm -hmm. uh, until they be, until that few there's a few small select amount of people that get paid a lot oh. to choreograph and dance and everything else yeah. but everybody else relatively they don't for the amount of work that they do they don't get paid that well mm. unless you're like like twins right like right. for them the, because they have a name they can negotiate their prices a lot right, more because right. they're Jabberwockies like ex exactly yeah so prior to the whole social media thing and people really putting like dancing on the map like that mm -hmm. it wasn't a huge it wasn't a lucrative business. I yeah. mean, people would open up their own studios and stuff. Right. But that was based on a small group of people who wanted to learn how to dance. Right. Because prior to the whole, you know, what's it called? Uh, not America, like a ABDC, America's yeah. Best Dance Crew, right. right? Right. How many, I mean, I knew about a few boutique hip hop studios, right? Mm -hmm. Or you would join like a small dance troupe. And then you will learn how to dance there. Right. But there wouldn't be these hardcore intensive hip hop classes where you learn how to dance from these great choreographers. Right. It wasn't really no, but now you have stuff like movement lifestyle where everybody wants to go there. Right. And they get some of the best fucking hip hop choreographers around the, around the world yeah. just to train people in these yeah. classes, which is amazing. Yeah, bro. Because you probably had to learn that. Did you learn how to dance on your own? Uh, Yeah. That's how most people did it. You got served. Yeah, you got they, had, they had special features where they did little at the end. Uh, if you had the DVD, you could, mm -hmm. they had like uh, 
you could learn a couple like choreographies yeah. that they had uh, the the main choreographer that that taught That's or Marion all them dance. Yeah, I watched that like over and over. And then when Dog. YouTube came out, I was watching all the Omarion videos, Chris Brown videos, and just bro, that fucking imagine. movie made everybody want to dance. Yeah, even Straight me. Up. I knew I couldn't dance, but motherfucker, you best believe I'd be somebody that'd toss somebody to do a backflip. I'm like, yeah. motherfucker, you gonna jump at me? Right. I ain't gonna dance. Right. But I'm gonna toss your bitch ass like a coin, <laughs> and I'm gonna get the glory because I threw you. <laughs> yeah, bro, that was the thing, bro. Bye. Trying to serve people. Yep. Serve, serve, yeah, serve. Doing it for the little saint. Hell yeah, bro. <laughs> that movie was fucking dope, though, yeah. dude. Yeah. I still think it's one of those... It's probably one of the best dance movies out there, man, in yeah. terms of, like, hip-hop. Acting's trash. Oh, who the fuck cares about that, though? Just I, didn't, I had no idea that the acting was trash until, like, I watched it now. I had no idea that it was like, what is this? Have you seen Karate Kid? Uh, Yeah. Oh, the, 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 like, have I seen that, like, recently? Uh, recently, the uh-huh. original one. Uh-uh. The worst acting you'll ever really? see in your life. There's some funny ass scenes in that film because you know, was it Pat Morimoto? Um, the you know, Alexa and Alexa, Mr. Miyagi, Mr. Miyagi, yeah. right? So, Mr. Miyagi, I don't know his real name, yeah, I think it's Pat Morimoto or something, but shout uh, out, I think he I, hate, I hate that I don't know it, but hey man, Mr. Miyagi, Mr. Man. Miyagi, so, Mr. Miyagi, there's a scene where he's fighting like in this Japanese garden type of area. Mm-hmm. But they clearly have these stunt doubles that are switching out from him, right? But it's too apparent. It's like oh. the scene switches and the dude's like four inches taller than him and he looks way younger. Really? And then it switches out that it's Pat Morimoto again. Yeah. The movie's pretty bad. And, and oh, the actor, wow. It's bad, dude. You should watch it. It's it's pretty I don't know if terrible. I want to. I think it's going to hurt me. Yo. I've always thought that it was Mr. Miyagi just straight up nah, kicking man. ass. It's, it's, a, it's a stunt double. Wow. And, and so... Well, as a kid, we think it's so amazing, and yeah. then I, as an adult, when I watched it, I was like, "Yo, this this movie's pretty bad. The acting's pretty bad too." Yeah. The guy who played uh, uh, Daniel Larusso, so fucking stiff. Mm. Would have never thought. And it's such a weird concept because that film is about an Italian kid that does karate better than everybody else, yeah. and everybody in that karate competition is fucking white. Yeah. Why didn't I don't know why we, I put any of these things like together? It's like this shit don't make sense. Yeah, like Cobra I mean that's Kai. like Scarface being played by by Al Pacino. That's right. What is Al Pacino? He's a uh, he's Italian. Italian. Mm, yeah. That's right. Yeah, Scarface was fucking wild though. Yeah, but it was that that was it was that it was like there's no famous Latin actor to play. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. so now you have uh, Scarface, uh, uh, Al Pacino. Which he, you know, he did pretty good, but you know, I thought it was weird when Will Smith did that one film where he was supposed to play the uh, that football coach that was supposed to be an African football coach. Oh yeah, yeah, no, he was the the concussion. You're talking concussion, about, right? Yeah, yeah, he was a doctor. He was a doctor. Oh, he's a doctor. Yeah, yeah, he had the the. I just I didn't see the film, but I saw the trailer. I was like, that's the worst like, accent uh, I've ever heard in my life. He was yeah. like, I want the truth. Yeah, I was like, "Yo, Will Smith, I know you're a great Tell actor, me but the truth. <laughs> I want the truth." Yeah, I was like, "Fucking uh, hell." Did you see that film? No, I couldn't watch it, man. Yeah, I love Will though, man. So I don't, I don't, I hate. He does social media better than we do, bro. Bro, this dude came on social media and just like now, now it's how can you be second best because Will's just at the top. Well, he got money too. He has money. He has a production. He has a team. But the the thing is, is that he is so he's so like he figured it out, and that's why he's been out for so long. Because I'm pretty sure he probably studied it. Yeah, it just you could tell like he knows exactly the timing of how social media works, how content works on social media. Like he's not putting up little mini short movies. He's actually making some legit content, legit content you know, he's what I mean, ca- that he's and, such a charismatic guy. Yeah, I mean, And he's tagging all these people, getting them numbers like he understands the way it works is like making sure that they get uh, exposure like these these, um, you know, up and coming editors and, and yeah. these effect graphic designers and stuff like that. He's like, yeah, I'll put you on. Like, just make my shit look dope. Fucking and just tag Will him. Smith, man. He's he he definitely does shit on some next level stuff. Yeah. Like, how does he come on this space that you know we're supposed to be really good at? Yeah. And he just destroys everyone. Yeah. That guy is so fucking unique. Yeah, man. and still looks the same. Like, because you know, you see the the times where he doesn't have the the uh you know. The, the the black shit in his hair and his goatee where he's all like it's all like peppery you yeah. know what I mean uh, but you know he puts that on he looks just like Men in Black yeah you know what I mean like That's I, right. I, it's crazy how how young he still looks like you forget that he he's he's fifty one he's fifty one now yeah 
His fifty, his thing, like that, that whole jumping out the air, the the helicopter was last year. That was his uh, 50, 50 year his fiftieth, fiftieth, yeah, celebration, jumping out of a helicopter. Damn, that's crazy. And man. he's still doing dope shit, bro. I fucking love that guy. Like, I think Fresh Prince was one of those shows that really molded uh, a lot of people's yeah. number one comedy. Yeah, and just their whole childhood and how they childhood. saw themselves. Yeah, yeah. It was such a cool show to fucking watch, man. Yeah, for sure. He that wasn't was... he wasn't even supposed to be casted for that show I heard originally. Really? I forgot who else it it was supposed to be, but it's somebody really famous that we should know of, mm. but they passed it up and then Will Smith auditioned for the role and then he got it and it yeah. changed his whole fucking career. And at the time, I heard he was going bankrupt cuz he just he just blew all oh, his money. Oh yeah, the tax thing. Yeah, he blew all his money, yeah. didn't think about taxes and he mm-hmm. was fucking going bankrupt or some shit. Yeah, and that it show was, like, it was uh, he never he never paid any of his taxes. That's what it was. That's just fucking crazy. He didn't man. pay any of his taxes and then the IRS basically like seized all his stuff and like just went to zero everything. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, it's crazy, bro. That's yeah. A lot of a lot of these celebrities have some weird stories, man, growing up. And mm-hmm. I feel for him too. Like I wonder what his trajectory is like because I heard that he. Well, I think he said that he works every day as if he doesn't have a single fucking cent in his bank account, mm. which is how he keeps motivated constantly. Yeah, which I, I can understand that too because no matter how, no matter what position I am in life, I think I'm always going to work hard because, you know, when you don't come from anything, I think that's always like in the back of your mind. It's mm-hmm. like shit. I remember a time where if when I went out to eat, mm-hmm. I wouldn't even look at the food. I'm like, I look at the number. I'm like, okay, what's the, oh, what's the, yeah. what's the number? Yeah. So I could afford water, a right. slice of lemon. Oh, yeah. And some, I, I was that guy too. When you look, when I was opening up menus, I was looking on the right side of everything. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't looking at letters. I was looking at numbers. Exactly. Sure. It was yeah. like, okay, if it has an extra number on it, yeah. we're going to pass that. Yeah. And I hate it when they didn't have the dotted line to, to, to guide you all the way to that number because I'm like, is this macaroni $53? Oh, it's a steak. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. I'm yeah. like trying to match them. Like, a, yeah, for sure. I used to do this shit when I was in high school, uh, you know, Taco Tuesdays and mm-hmm. shit, but they had it for a Del Taco. And it was like three tacos for a dollar. And mm-hmm. I remember that was my favorite day of the week. I'm wow. like, I'm going to eat fucking good today. Yeah. I'm going to get six tacos, motherfucker, for yeah, two bucks. Yeah, and I was yeah. hyped as hell. Right. But now, now it's, a, it's a very weird thing where I, I, you know, I talked about it on a previous podcast where it was just kind of looking back at, all the things that you have now and being grateful for the things that you do have. Right. Because it's very easy to kind of get caught up in your own bullshit. Yeah. Because you you forget where you were before. Right. And then you look at your current state and then you say, mm-hmm. I, w- I think that I deserve more. Right. Which is okay. And I think you could use that as motivation. Yeah. But losing that perspective is where people get fucked up a lot. Yeah. Because you're looking on, especially if you're, if you're on social media, you're looking at so many things that you could, you could also be doing. Like you see everybody else's lives and you're like, oh. Like I like even even oh, first is with, with women. I didn't know that there were so like I, when I was when I was in high school, it was just whoever was hot in high school, you know, and then it was like the hot celebrities like Jennifer Lopez or mm-hmm. Halle Berry. But then that was it. Mm-hmm. Now I'm on social media and I could see a fine bitch every scroll. Yeah. Like, you know, there's an Instagram model or, or the, then that's and that right there is a title already an yeah. Instagram model, yeah. not just a regular model, not an actual paid model. That's, you know, on magazines and, and doing print and doing all these. No, this, you're an Instagram model. And that's actually like credited because yeah. they, you get you get content deals like I'm not I'm not giving them. I give them all the credit. I get it. Yeah. You know, what I mean, there, there are some that are like. Um, what is it? Thirst traps, so like that. Whatever. I just but don't want to hear. There are IG models that really yeah. making money out here. I just, I just ain't trying to hear. Oh, I'm not gonna name names, but you know, there was a, a certain Instagram model that I knew, and for her, I, I kind of lost a lot of respect for her. Mm. And sometimes people get it twisted when they say, "Oh, that person's really sweet." It doesn't mean I gotta respect you just because you're a nice person. I don't mm. give a fuck. I, I cannot respect a nice person all day. Mm. What the fuck does that got to do with anything? Uh-huh. But you know, I get tired of people who just. I don't like it when people say I work. I'm working hard all the time. I'm hustling. I'm grinding. Mm-hmm. And it's like I know you. Like mm. I know what your version of working hard and grinding yeah. is, and it's not. You're not doing anything yeah. at all. You have a shit ton, ton of time during the day. Yeah, it's annoying to you right now, and it seems like hard work because mm-hmm. it's been very repetitious. You're doing the same thing over and over. But right. in the grand scheme of things, of what you do, yeah. you're not really doing much. I'm not saying this is for all Instagram models because I know a lot of them are trying to act. They're hustling. They're getting the shit going mm-hmm. on, right? Yeah. And it's hard to maintain an aesthetic on Instagram right. consistently and be, yeah. you know, work on that shit. There's some fine ass like uh, uh, 
waiters that work at Chili's that <laughs> find out that they're an Instagram model, but they they, they got to get their hustle and they got to get get their bills paid, so they got to work at Chili's. You exactly. Know what I mean? So when I you know this girl too, like I know she got. She would get like 30 grand deals just for showing her ass. And she was just like, oh, man, it was such a hard day. I'm like, bitch, you hired a photographer. He took a few snaps. It yeah. took two hours at your day. And then you say you're exhausted. Yeah. I'm like, I don't think you remember where you were before in life. Yeah. You were just the pretty girl around the block. Right. But somehow you you got lucky enough where somebody found you way more attractive than the other girl with the fat ass. Mm-hmm. And now this is what you're banking on. Yeah. And. If you don't have that state of gratitude, you're yeah. not going to really be able to really see where you're at in life. Right. My thing is, you're showing your butt and you're making money. That's fucking dope. Yeah, you should be able to be aware enough to be like, oh, this is actually easy money. I'm doing it. I'm doing. Yeah, compared to what you could be doing. Yeah. You know, like yeah. the work is work. I get that 100%. Yeah. You know, that's why I try not to complain about my shit. You know, people mm-hmm. ask, oh, you got you got these uh, fucking food concepts. You're doing this. You're mm-hmm. you know, doing some food. You're doing the podcast. You're doing that. Mm-hmm. And they're like, man, you must be exhausted. Mm, I'm I like what I'm doing. Yeah. So am I exhausted? I do get tired and exhausted, but I'm yeah. not going to complain about that exhaustion. Right. Because, yeah. and, I, and I have before, but I had to snap myself out of it. It's like, mm-hmm. dog, what could you be doing right now right. if you weren't doing this? Right. What could you be doing? Like, I would probably be miserable. Yeah. Or I, I don't know, I'd be doing stand up or something. But it's, it's that perspective that really kind of helps me just lock where I am in place. Yeah. That's why sometimes, when, like I said, if I know what you're doing on an everyday basis and then you're complaining to me about how tired you are when you got like 30 grand just to put up one photo. Right. Life is good. Yeah, man. Life is fucking good, dude. Yeah, I have, I have, um, I've actually just came to this um, realization with myself because, like, my girl, she, she works, she works at a, uh, she's, she's a vet tech, so she works oh. at a pet hospital, right? And so you said who? I said that's dope. Oh, okay. Like, I was like, uh, uh, her name is Michaela. <laughs> I thought you like who? Michaela? <laughs> <laughs> like, who? Got a lady? The fuck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you know, uh, she she's very hands on with her work. You know, she's always standing up. You know, they're not really sitting down. They're always standing, working, picking up big animals. So she's really like hands on physical you know, work. Mm-hmm. And my work is, you know, I'm working from home. I'm editing, or I'm doing a graphic design, or I'm screen printing, or. Um, making content like a voiceover stuff like that but it, it's hard to translate that uh into like oh you're really doing hard work yeah. you know what i mean because you have somebody who is you know working with animals dealing with big dogs or, or or feisty dogs and all those things where like you really are physically tired but you could also be mentally tired when mm-hmm. standing in front of you know editing all night and you're just like or all yeah. day like even yesterday too I, I had to work on this brand deal and i had to write a script out yeah. that shit fucking took all day yeah you know because i had to go through the lines going back and forth mm-hmm. and that's why sometimes when <clears throat> some people say oh i wish i could do what you're doing or your life must be great yeah and i think that's kind of a fucked perspective too just because just because i'm good at what i do it doesn't mean that i could do what you do right it doesn't. Yeah. Right? It's such a weird thing for people to say. Mm-hmm. I don't think that you should be envious of other people's career. You should, if there's anything to be envious about, is kind of what somebody else gets from the career that they're in. Right? Mm-hmm. So you should be envious of somebody who's in a career that enjoys what they're doing because that's really the goal. Right. Right? Because, yeah, I guess it would be great if I was a doctor. I mean, in terms of what it means socially, like status wise, and the money. But then doesn't mean I can do it. It's not yeah. something that's in my lane. Right. So I'm more envious of people who are happy doing what they're doing. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have anything to do anything to do with fame or money. Yeah. It has everything to do with the state that they're in when 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 they're doing their job. Right. And that's what I'm envious of. Right. Because when I see people even like when I go to Hawaii, that's why I love fucking Hawaii, man. There's people who just work regular jobs. And if you ask them, you know, would you leave this island to go maybe to the mainland mm-hmm. and then work on something bigger? They go, why? Like, I like it out here, man. Mm. See my family, my friends. You know, I work these jobs where I love being around these people. Yeah. I live in my place and I'm good. I'm happy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just such a weird perspective. I think specifically we live, we're, we're in entertainment and we live in L.A. Mm-hmm. So that becomes the center point to what success is for everybody. Mm-hmm. Recognition. Mm-hmm. If you're not being recognized, then, oh, what are you doing? That's why when we're on Send Foods, um, we do this reoccurring joke that, oh, Tim's famous too. It's a fucking joke, right? Mm-hmm. But people feel bad. They're like, oh, you should be recognized too. It's like, it's a fucking joke. Yeah. Why do you care so much whether I get – I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Let me tell you something right now. If I found a bag 
outside my door with two million dollars, motherfucker, this podcast is shutting down. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I, I'd be. I still do what I'm doing now. Yeah, you know, I still do what I'm doing now because yeah. I enjoy it. Whether, yeah. whether people want to recognize me for it or not, it's great to be a part of something yeah. that I enjoy. Mm-hmm. And it's it's like recognition is not a motivating factor for me. Yeah, I, as long as I'm creating something that I'm proud of every day, mm-hmm. it's great. Like even the film Gook, nobody really recognizes me for that film per se, mm-hmm. but it fulfilled the checklist that I wanted to do. Right, yeah. I wanted to create a film. I wanted to go into Sundance. That people are like, "Oh, you must have made a lot of money off that shit." I made zero. Wow, I made zero dollars off that shit because it just it was a black and white film. It was an art film. It was a very art house film. Mm-hmm. It wasn't going to make a lot of money. Yeah. I didn't make shit off that. Hmm. Right. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's just uh, perspective is a huge thing for people. And yeah. I think that's where people should would really focus on is like if you're looking to if you look at somebody else and you wish that, that you had their career, I think that's already fucked up. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I, I, I also I take I take a lot of things for granted because I, I find myself like my work ethic definitely needs work because. A lot from the perspective what you're talking about, a lot of people will see me and be like, oh, man, so like, Chris, you're really doing your thing. You're moving. Your numbers are going up on IG. And, like, you're, you're you know, I could tell that you're, you're grinding. It's showing, right? But really, if I'm being completely honest with myself. I'm just getting by. Yeah. Because I'm literally from, you know, elementary school to making the, the volcano projects in science class, I always knew that my project was going to be the shit mm. no matter when, like if it, if it was due by Friday, I was doing it Thursday night, but I knew I was still going to shit on everybody's thing because I just knew that I was the shit. I just had that, yeah. that mentality. And it was like, I, I still like I, my volcano had little mini trees around it. And I, I painted, put shadows and actual like yeah, different yeah. color grays on it. And like, I really like went in on it. And they're like, I'm just in elementary school. So, but I always, I always sat on that of like, Oh, I'm I'm good enough to where like I, I I'm I'm gonna be good and I've done that with my comedy like I just I just had a writing session last night with one of my homies and he told me that he was like he was like bro you're funny but you're just you're just funny enough yeah you know what I mean like you get by you can have a great set and your set went went well but I could I see that your set is it's not punched the way that it could be punched like could yeah. be like put all these tags and jokes in within it. You're just getting these, these, these laughs and then toward pe- when you get off stage, people are still coming to you saying, man, I really enjoyed your set. But it could really be like, oh, my God, you had me crying and you, you, my stomach is like I have cramps like, I, you know, like I was yeah. really like cracking up, you know. So that's my thing that, I, that I'm trying to work on is like I got to actually like instead of just relying on my talent, actually put some fucking work in. You know what I mean? There's a lot of people like that. Even um, I was listening to the Joe Rogan podcast, and there's a female comic named Nikki Glacier. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she yeah. was talking about how she doesn't really uh, kind of put her all into her stand-up, mm. right? Meaning that because she, she goes, I if it ain't broke, don't fix it because what I'm doing is great, mm-hmm. and I'm still killing it, right? Mm-hmm. But then I think like Joe was telling her, it's like, yo, but could, could you imagine how great you would be if yeah. you really took the time to develop that shit? Yeah. And it's true, though. But I, like, you know, like I'm saying, it depends on what you want to get out of this thing, right? Mm-hmm. I think that if you want to be the like a top tier stand up comic, mm-hmm. then you definitely got to put that work in because I don't know too many top tier comics that that don't do that. Right. Right. Because even like Nikki Glacier, like I, Glacier, I think I'm mispronouncing her yeah, name. Nikki Glacier. OK, Nikki Glacier. Right. Yeah. She's she's probably one of those top female comic comics, right? Mm-hmm. But who knows? She might she might even be the biggest female comic out there if she yeah. did that. I mean, she wouldn't know, yeah, right? unless she really tried that way. Not right. that I'm giving her fucking advice, but that's what Joe Rogan was saying. Yeah. So and I agree with that too, because I think after a while too, when you start doing stuff half assed and you you just kind of get stale, and then you'll be yeah. at a point later on, ten years from now, you're just like, oh fuck, I wish I would put more work in. Yeah. And that's the part that scares me a little. Right, bit. right. That's why I had to I had to just come to terms with it and just because. I've started seeing people who, you know, in my opinion, aren't that funny, but they're in my class and they're like, they're like passing me up as far as like credits go or like the stages that they're hitting. And I'm like, well, they put the work in. You yeah. know what I mean? And and I'm always just like, right, I'm, I'm going to fucking kill it. Like by the time I went, but when my opportunity comes, because there's also that too, which also it's kind of uh, fucked up because people say, you know, don't rush into things or when it, when it's your time, it's your time. But 
that don't mean be lazy. That don't mean like yeah. sit and wait for that time to happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's supposed to just continue to stay, stay working, stay committed. And um, uh, when that time come, when that time comes, you'll be ready because you've been putting in the work. Oh, 100 percent. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's just that's just my deal that I've I've been having to work on. I've talked to, uh, you know, my cousin about my people about like, yo, I got to get on my shit because uh, I've been sitting on my talent for too long. That's why I like. That's what I like about uh, Kev. Kev's always working hard, man. Kev's like oh one of those dudes. Yeah. He's one of those guys that when I talk to, him, I'm like, man, I ain't shit. Yeah. He, you can see how hard he works and how mm-hmm. much he enjoys what he's doing and mm-hmm. how grateful he is. Yeah. And I think that is the biggest uh, part in my life that I was missing for the past few years. But just like talking to him a couple times, I'm like, damn, man, this guy really enjoys what he's doing. Yeah. And and because of that, he works so hard. I mean, when do you Kev see on him? stage? To be clear, yeah, Kev, Kev on stage. Man, Kev everybody on stage, fucking man. Kev on stages, and it was so yeah, weird because yeah, he was like confused with Kevin Hart. So, oh uh, yeah, well, yeah. Kevin Hart, uh, prayers to his back because I heard yeah. that shit broke as fuck. I heard yeah. like he's he hasn't even been on social media for a minute, man. Yeah, man, he must be really fucking hurt. Yeah, dude. man, and and I I really I really do hope everything was cool. The the story is a little weird, but. I hope everything. Said so his friend was driving the car and so shit. His friend was driving, but him like uh, him him going to the house immediately. Like he got he got sent to the house like twenty minutes before even the cops came and oh. all these things. Like yeah, they took him out and and took him home. So I was like, why they do that? Hmm. Why like especially because he you could have gotten paralyzed if if you yeah. moved the wrong way, whatever. Yeah, you're, you're trying to move him out. You're done for the neck down. So it was just that was just like uh, that's why I was like, man. I hope. I hope. Uh, of course, everything is going to be okay. Whatever, but you know, those uh, those type of situations. It's like, what's going on? I feel like for him, he's just so on top of the world. He got to do crazy shit to feel something. Mm. You, you know what I mean? Because mm. that's why celebrity. I heard that's why celebrity dudes, like even though they're heterosexual, they just start fucking anything. Cause oh they, yeah, I've heard those stories. Yeah, I I always hear that story. I've heard from- those stories. Don't go to this certain like when you go to this certain person's house or party whatever don't stay too late like yep. all that i've, it gets I've heard weird. those yeah yeah they go yeah. they start, they get so much pussy that they just got to try anything at that yeah. point they try first of all they go from pussy to butthole that it's like oh, i wonder what that guy's asshole feels like yeah and just you just kind of get this weird i've heard that story so many times for people i don't yeah. know what the fuck it has to be true yeah because i keep hearing it over and over right I don't. I don't want to spread rumors about celebrities, but there's yeah. some big name celebrities where I oh, keep yeah. hearing it over and I over. I want to hear the ones you heard <laughs> off, off air. Yeah. Yeah, we're talking about it yeah, off air. Yeah, because I've heard. I've heard those stories too, and I'm just like, and I keep Dang. hearing it from multiple people. So mm-hmm. it's just, yeah. like this is weird. Yeah, and it's like different different situations, but same person, and it's personal stories. So I'm mm. like, what the fuck? It has to be real. Yeah. at this yeah. point. And I feel like that at that at that moment. They they probably had those thoughts when they were younger of like, am I gay? But now, that, <laughs> now that they're rich enough, they're like, ah, fuck it. That was when I'm not gay. It's like, am I God? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, God God would do whatever he wants. Yeah. yeah. Oh, damn. Very true. Wow. <laughs> Got deep. All right, y'all. Well, that wraps this episode of the Genius Brain Podcast where we talk about butt fucking and touching. Uh, yeah. I, I don't even think I completed my thought about the, the, the female females in my life that got like touched when they were younger but that shit's fucked up so, but I do oh, no, you, you had a pretty solid uh, section in there okay thank god yeah, what I wanted yeah. to say about that was that basically like I understand now that I've heard these stories multiple times what women mean by uh, about rape culture it's not yeah. that men think that it's okay it's just a, it's just one of those things where it's if, if they don't think it's okay why has it happened to so many women mm-hmm. at a certain age and if mm-hmm. it's like not every guy out there and for me I know a lot of people and I say about 40% of these girls have been touched when they were younger yeah. it says something about our society that's a little fucked oh yeah you know oh yeah and very then you have way. and then you have the other very fucked up part where all a girl has to say is I got touched yeah and that guy's career is done man I could get I could get into a whole story about you know I'm, I'll just tell the story okay but I knew somebody in high school uh, she wasn't somebody that I fucking knew per se. Not my not my friend friend, mm-hmm. but she tried calling the cops on uh, a buddy of mine. Well, let's not even call him a buddy of mine. He's kind of hot trash too. Okay, <laughs> this is my past. Okay, but basically she said that uh, she was raped by him. Right? Yeah. Was not. Yeah. Was not. And it was because they yeah. broke up and. It was a situation where they broke up and she didn't like the, you know, like you're jealous about the girl that, that the new, the new girl that he's with. Yeah. And there was this whole fucking ordeal. It's like, oh, he raped me, blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Long story short, that girl made up this whole fucking lie. That dude was a thug. He fucking killed this dude. 
like what? straight up like executioner style with a bunch of his thug ass homies he went to jail and so did the other girl who uh told him about the whole raping situation that he happened. killed the guy that uh was accused of rape yeah raping? wow he didn't, he didn't even he didn't, do anything he didn't even uh touch touch her right wow. and the reason why i say he's not my fr- I, I don't really know him like that it's kind of weird to call the dude my friend but we yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. hung around in the same circle yeah i got you um, but yeah, that dude, and I'd be a lot more sad if he was like a really close friend of mine. Yeah. But you know, sad enough, he got murdered. It's you, isn't it? No, no. <laughs> are you crazy, dude. I'm scared of guns. Yeah, oh, I mean, I got hella guns in my house. I'm really, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm scared of guns too. Bro. I'm a bitch. To yeah. Those, yeah. He, uh, yeah, he got he got killed, and she went to jail along with everybody else that was a part of it because Damn. of a lie. Yeah. Right, because she says she got raped. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Hope, I'm pretty sure most girls don't do that shit. But you know, there is that it's one fucking maniac that rules it for the rest yeah. of the girls because of some shit like that. Yeah, man. And we've done a bunch of articles on JK News where that has happened, where they 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 ruin it for other women who are actually going through this shit. Yeah, because. They're fucking insane. Yeah, they're insane. They're jealous, envious, or they want money. Like, that's why. That's why that Cosby shit. Well, nobody would believe that Cosby would do that stuff. Right. Right. Because right. it's like, oh, this girl's making up the fucking story. Mm-hmm. But once you know, witness uh, six hundred seventy two came out. It's like, right. <laughs> then people right. were like, oh, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe this there might be something to this. Because I was one of those too. Because when the whole Bill Cosby situation came out, because Bill Cosby was one of my biggest influences. Mm-hmm. Maybe not so much as stand up, but the show, the Cosby Show. Okay. And so when it came out, I was like, Bill Cosby. He didn't touch anybody. Yeah. Then I started hearing stories about everything he's done, uh, personal stories from people, and I'm like, ah, this this is definitely true. Yeah. Because nobody, not not everybody's story can be fabricated that much with that many people. Yeah. It's kind of hard to say. Ah. Yep. Proof's well, guys, in the, the, the proof's in the, the pudding. pudding. <laughs> <laughs> I heard when he went to jail, though, some of the inmates threw fucking jello pudding at him. Did they really? Yeah. Fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> he's blind now. I'm so sorry. But anyways, guys. <laughs> That wraps this episode of the Jesus Brain Podcast. You can catch us on Spotify, Stitcher, all those audio podcasts, uh, iTunes, and all that. Make sure you give us a five-star, and we'll catch y'all next time. Oh, Christino, or Chris. I like to call him Christino. No, that's cool, bro. There's not a lot of people that call me that, so you got it. Tight. Go, go for it. Uh, plug in your shit. All right, so y'all can find me uh, on Instagram or all platforms, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at Christino Sosa, C-R-I-S-T-I-N-O. Sosa, like Sammy. Plug your podcast, too. And my podcast is Keeping It Trill. You feel me? <laughs> and that's on uh, iTunes and Spotify. And we're going to get it back on YouTube. Um, like, again, we're, we're figuring out the, the footage things and stuff like that. So, but yeah. Cool. Keeping It Trill. All right, y'all. See y'all next time. Sass. Peace.